Hello, you're listening to Successful Farming Daily. Here are three big things you need to know today. It's Tuesday, July 19th. Our first big thing is grains and soybeans were lower in overnight trading as corn ratings remain fairly lofty and on optimism that a deal will be reached to restart shipments of agricultural products from Ukraine. The U.S. corn crop was rated 64 percent good or excellent as of Sunday, unchanged for a third straight week, the Department of Agriculture said in a report. Six percent of the crop was in the dough stage, up from two percent a week earlier, but down from the prior five-year average of seven percent, the USDA said. Some 37 percent was silking, up from 15 percent the previous week, but down from the normal 48 percent for this time of the year. About 61 percent of soybeans earned top ratings at the start of the week, down one percentage point from the previous week. 14 percent were setting pods, up from 6 percent a week prior, but behind the normal 19 percent, the government said. 48% of soybeans were blooming, up from 32% last week, and 55% at the same point in 2021. Rains over the weekend in much of the northern Corn Belt likely helped keep crop ratings up, though extremely dry weather in several states recently has the potential to curb progress. Limited rains and warm temperatures this week will allow moisture shortages and stress to expand again, mainly in south and northwest areas, said Don Keeney in agriculture cultural meteorologist with Maxar. Wheat futures also plunged in overnight trading, partly on speculation that grain exports from Ukraine will resume in the near future after being almost completely halted amid ongoing attacks by Russian forces since February. Russian President Vladimir Putin will meet with Turkish President Recep Tayyip Erdogan in Iran to discuss, among other things, grain exports from Ukraine. European Union Representative Josep Borrell said this week that there is hope that a deal will be reached to unblock Ukraine's ports and allow grain shipments to flow, which would help ease humanitarian crises globally. Corn futures for December delivery dropped 18 and three-quarter cents to $5.92 a bushel overnight on the Chicago Board of Trade. Soybean futures for November delivery lost 18 and a quarter cents to $13.62 a bushel. Soy meal declined $3.60 to $392.30 a short ton, while soybean oil futures were down 91 hundredths of a cent to 59.97 cents a pound. Wheat for September delivery dropped 10 cents to $8.2 and three-quarter cents a bushel, while Kansas City futures lost 10 and a quarter cents to $8.63 and three-quarter cents a bushel. Next up, inspections of corn and beans were higher week to week while wheat assessments declined, according to a report from the USDA. Corn inspections in the seven days that ended on July 14th rose to 1.074 million metric tons from 934,533 tons the previous week, the agency said. The total was almost on par with the 1.077 million metric tons examined the same week a year earlier. Soybean assessments were reported at 362,622 metric tons, up from 358,527 tons a week earlier and well above the 143,934 tons inspected at the same point in 2021. 
Examinations of wheat for overseas delivery, meanwhile, fell to 185,989 metric tons. That's down from 310,002 tons the previous week and well below the 532,898 tons assessed a year earlier, the USDA said. Since the start of the marketing year on September 1st, the government has inspected 50.3 million metric tons of corn for offshore delivery, down from 60.4 million tons during the same time frame last year. Soybean inspections since the beginning of September now stand at 52.5 million metric tons, down from 57.9 million in the same period a year earlier. Wheat assessments since the start of the grains marketing year on June 1st are now at 2.11 million metric tons, down from 2.87 million at the same point in 2021, the USDA said in its report. And finally, the heat wave continues as excessive heat warnings and heat advisories have been issued for much of Kansas, Oklahoma, Texas, and parts of several other states, including Missouri and Arkansas, according to the National Weather Service. Almost the entire state of Oklahoma, except the Panhandle, will be under an excessive heat warning as heat indexes are expected to top out at about 112 degrees Fahrenheit, the NWS said in a report early this morning. In Arkansas, values are forecast to hit 110 degrees this afternoon. Extreme heat and humidity will significantly increase the potential for heat-related illnesses, particularly for those working or participating in outdoor activities, the NWS said. Further north in western Nebraska, eastern Wyoming, and parts of southwestern South Dakota, a red flag warning has been issued amid extremely dry conditions. Winds are forecast from 15 to 25 miles an hour in the region, with relative humidity forecast as low as 12 percent the agency said. Any fire starts will be difficult or impossible to contain, the NWS said. Thanks for listening. Follow more news on agriculture.com.